a lot of us don't see ourselves for what we really have. We don't see the greatnesses. We're so used to being suppressed and pushed down or concentrating on working around things or taking care of other people. It's a lot for women, right? From being a child as a girl that is expected of you. I just think that you have to be able to say, what is your inner Wonder Woman? What is great inside of you? Let me know that I can support that. I'll be there for you. And if we continue to do that for each other, we will keep lifting each other up. Hello and welcome to The Jen Marples Show. I'm your host, Jen Marples, a former public relations agency owner turned business and life coach and motivational speaker dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs achieve the business and life they desire in their 40s, 50s, and beyond. Each week, I'll be bringing you conversations with incredible women who are rocking entrepreneurship and taking courageous action while also dealing with all that midlife entails. I'll also be dropping in solo to share thoughts, advice, tips, and tricks that will help you live your best life. If you are thinking about pivoting in your career, starting a new business, or looking for a second act, stick around as I guarantee you will be inspired. And know this, you are not too fucking old. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Jen Marples Show. I am broadcasting live today from the Meet in Malibu event put on by Modern Day Wife. And so there's a lot of activity in the background, which is so exciting. And it's just been a fabulous day of women supporting women. And in that vein, I'm interviewing incredible women. And my guest right now is Gwendolyn Osborne. She is an actor, a singer, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and the CEO of La Malique, which is a beauty company that she's going to tell us all about. Gwendolyn, I'm so thrilled that you're with me today. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so thrilled to be here in all your pink and white too, Jen. <laughs> Gwendolyn appreciates my pink, so I love her. I love her. She's like, I'm like, yeah, there is a there's rationale between pink nails and everything. My kids are like, Mom, are you ever going to wear something that's not pink on your nails? I'm like, no, it's not on brand. So Gwendolyn, take us through sort of where you've been. Give us an overview of your acting career and then take us through to your entrepreneurial venture with La Malique. Absolutely. Are you sure? We've got, we, you want to get a drink? I am from England originally, Bath, England. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's where they tape Bridgerton. So it's very beautiful, pretty, but kind of boring. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be done after I do my school in London, performing arts, did that. I'm going to America. My mum had actually lived here, so it wasn't completely new to me. Landed here and became a teen mum really young. Yes. But instead of recoiling and saying, this is going to hinder me. I said, you know what, to my unborn baby, we are going to create a life together. And we're going to create one that's never been done before. And we're going to get out there and have our dreams fulfilled. I will help you fulfill your dreams as I'm fulfilling mine. I'm going to show you that is going to prove that I'm grateful for you being here. And I did. So she's in her 20s now. She's also an actor. I can't say her age because she's like, stop it. Stop telling my age. You know, actors are. She was my inspiration. She showed me the seriousness of life, right? I had to really step up to the plate now of becoming a responsible adult, uh, long-term goals, short-term goals, the perspective of life and what you got to fit into it, right? I decided after I had done everything I could with modeling and acting in Miami, I was coming out to LA. Came out, boom, booked Price is Right. And I was on Price is Right for 12 years. Within that, I broke the ceiling of what their vision of what models on television were. I was the first model to have a baby and come back on the show 
And then I was like, well, I did it once with Drew Carey. Let's do it again. Well, I didn't have a baby with Drew Carey. (laughs) He was the host on the show. He was fine with it. The producers at the time were fine with it. They supported it. Why not? Women watch and support The Price is Right. So let's show them that real women. I'm the longest running woman of color on a daytime game show. So after that, I was like, well, it is time to do something else. So I was also the first one to retire. I left The Price is Right with no like real idea. I just knew. I had a feeling there was something more. I had kind of fulfilled that look at me and I can put on great makeup and hair and all the stuff. But the inside of me was not being fulfilled. I ended up actually getting tapped on the shoulder by the director of Wonder Woman. And she asked me to be in her next movie, Wonder Woman 1984. So I was one of her Amazons. She told me, Gwendolyn, you can be whichever Amazon you want. That's up to you. So me being like, Miss, I got to achieve the best. I became one of the nine athletic Amazons. There were only nine of us that were out there competing with baby Wonder Woman. And uh, it was one of the most extraordinary experiences of my lifetime. Going back to London after 20 years of living in America and having to, you know, film a movie back where I'm from. It's crazy. It happened that way. But being around these other Amazon women that were all fantastic in their own ways and had accomplished so much in their lives. Some of them are Olympic champions. I saw myself. I reflected. I was like, I'm not just admiring you. I'm seeing me. I am one of you. I got to go back. I got to go back to America and I got to really find me. And it changed my life. I came back. I started, I had started meditation. I started saying, you know what, I'm going to become a teacher because I want to be able to show everybody else that if you can start taking control of your own mind, if you can realize that you can take that space to breathe and think for yourself, you can achieve and accomplish anything you want. Acting has taken off. I'm back in the studio singing again. I'm like into real estate. So I'm doing really well with that right now. That's actually the first time I've ever said that anywhere, Jen. (laughs) But I have to say it because it's the truth and I have to feel proud about it. And now I've got an oil called Loma Leak. It's an anti-aging facial oil. And uh, I just also combined with another company called Uberlam. So we also have the perfect fucking gift set, which is a candle. It all smells like a Caribbean spa because that's where I feel the most beautiful. And so while you are meditating, you can put your oil on and you can light your candle and you can feel the whole world of Gwendolyn and feel so good about yourself. So that's me. Boom. (laughs) Well, I love it. I'm going to need the oil. I'm going to need to do some meditation. (laughs) Light that candle. I love it. And so many women I talk to are so multi-passionate. And so this seems to be a recurring theme, especially doing these interviews at this wonderful event. And also you're a mom. So there's all these things that we're doing because women are so capable of doing it. So with all of that, what would be your biggest pieces of advice for female entrepreneurs out there or women who are thinking about exploring entrepreneurship? What would you tell them? I would say, first of all, know that it is not easy. It is not easy. It's something that you have to really like dig deep inside of yourself and believe in what you are, your business is is in because you got to do it for the love of what you're doing it for and nothing else. Because honestly, if you're only out there to make some money, it's just not going to work. Because <laughs> there's just, if you start counting the hours and minutes that you put in for the amount of money you're getting back, it'll eventually pay off. But you've got to believe in what you're doing. But once you do, and you can put that hard work in, you will start seeing the efforts coming back and you'll, be, you'll feel the value for what you're doing. So stick at it. I love that advice. So specifically with Lama Leak, 
Because there are a lot of women who want who want to start specific product-based businesses. There's women who have started food businesses, beauty products, clothing. And I know starting a product business, there's a lot of capital needed to get something like that off the ground versus selling services. So what specific advice would you give to those women who are thinking about a product-based business? I mean, I would say the same thing that I would say about anything, honestly. Like, I go back to where I started as a young mom. Yeah, I didn't really know how to do anything. I was a teenager. I had to reach out, start asking questions, right? Start reaching out to the people that you admire and that you see are doing what you want to be doing. Ask them how they got there. With my daughter at the time, I actually learned about the Alliance for Minority Affairs. And so I like to help other mothers with that. So you know that if you are a minority and your child does well academically, you can get into private schools. There are ways of being able to get into places that you don't know about because it's kept secret for some reason. And I do feel it's the same way with business as well. So keep asking and then you can get funding. There are grants for small businesses. Depending on whether you are a minority, there's that too. So just continue to to ask. Don't be scared to ask because it is hard to be vulnerable. But that's the best way because we're all just humans having a human experience. Thank you for saying that. So in that same vein, what do you think some of the biggest challenges are for women today? I don't really focus on challenges a lot, but I would say that the challenges are societal norms, constantly trying to be aware of them, even within ourselves, right? I'm going to say something to you that's going to sound really weird right now. So I was with my cousin. We dropped by this new house that's been built in my neighborhood. Beautiful house. And she says, wow, that's a panty dropper. I was like, wait, record scratch, excuse me. Listen, can we change that to underwear dropper? Because you said that because of how you've been almost brainwashed by society, that that's a man that owns that house. And that should impress a woman to be able to sleep with him. You don't even realize you're saying it. And, you know, she's a well-qualified woman, works well for herself. It's like just getting past those things and being aware of them, being mindful of them, and then learning how to deal with them and working through them because it's just like anything else that's negative in your life. you you got to see it, face the truth and move through it. I'm so glad you said that because I go off on tangents about microaggressions against women of just because it's societal conditioning about... Everyone has a knee-jerk reaction. Some beautiful woman walks in. You're like, everyone has a knee-jerk. Like, oh, her life is so easy. Or name 50 different things that pop to mind. Or just like you're saying with the house. Or I, this literally just happened. And I live in a place where there's a lot of badass businesswomen. But it was the same thing. It was like, why do you think a man owns the house? Like, what does the husband do when you see the house? What about what the wife does? Exactly. That is the thing that we all all of us as a society, like, and I'm talking about internationally, more in some places, less in others, we have to get out of this space of thinking that, because honestly, I can go down a rabbit hole with this because I start thinking like, so why do I want to look pretty? Why am I putting on makeup? Who am I trying to impress? Why do I want to put on heels today? Why am I making myself feel uncomfortable? You know, I start asking myself, is this for impressing a man? Like every single question I start asking myself is about, is this something that I love? Is it because I love it? Is it because I like it? Does this make me feel good? Like constantly asking those questions is what will really bring you always back to your genuine, authentic self. And I think that that is what becomes behind any brand because people can feel it when it's not. I'm so glad you said that. So the next natural question after that is, what do you think women can do better to support each other? 
think we're doing it, Jen. This is it. We have to sit down and we have to chat and we have to say, you know what? What is it about you? See, when I talk to people on my podcast, so Tea with Gwen is my podcast, I'm always trying to find somebody's inner Wonder Woman. A lot of us don't see ourselves for what we really have. We don't see the greatnesses. We're so used to being suppressed and pushed down or concentrating on working around things or taking care of other people. It's a lot for women, right? From being a child, there's a lot as a girl that is expected of you. I just think that you have to be able to say, what is your inner Wonder Woman? What is great inside of you? Let me know that I can support that. I'll be there for you. And if we continue to do that for each other, we will keep lifting each other up. That's what's been happening in my life. When I got back from working on Wonder Woman, this is when the pandemic happened. Wonderful, right? Just filmed this motion picture movie. I'm supposed to be able to go on the red carpet now and show off all the muscles I built up. It took six weeks of training, six hours a day. I couldn't even come back and be on a red carpet. I had to figure out a way. And I was like, you know what? The Wonder Women that I left on set aren't the only Wonder Women in my life. They're around me everywhere. So I just got on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to start doing lives. Who do I know? I reached out to Holly Robinson Peach. She was the first yes. Just got her star on the Walk of Fame too. You know, and I just started talking to women, asking questions. Let's find out. How do you do this? How do you live in your life? Do you drink water when you first wake up or do you have coffee? Like, what do you do? How do you sleep? Do you sleep seven hours? Do you sleep four? Like, what do you do to make yourself feel good and feel great every single day? The more that we can do that and share that with each other, because not everything's for everybody, right? So if you can pick and choose what works for you, as long as you're doing that, you're on the right path. That's what we got to do. Well, you said two things that are really important. One is to ask. The worst that's going to happen is someone's going to say no. But look, you got all those yeses. And that's usually what happens. And that's when I tell a lot of women, when you're wanting to do something, you see somebody who's fabulous. You're like, oh, I love that company she has. Go find out how she's doing it. Ask, what are the life hacks? You look so fresh. How are you sleeping? Do you have a weighted blanket? (laughs) What what are are your secrets? But I think a lot of women were programmed to just kind of try to figure it out on our own. And then where does that leave us, right? And then the second bit that you said was asking the right questions of the right women to see also where it's going to lead. So let me ask you this question. Did you have a son or a daughter? Uh, I have two daughters and one son. (laughs) You have three kids. Fabulous. So a lot of women, you know, feel like they just carry everything on themselves. And a lot of women have stepped back to raise children and now they're wanting to get back into the workforce. And it's really sad, but I talked to so many women and they're like, I just was raising kids. Like that wasn't hard. So what would you say to those women who've kind of stepped out for a while to step back and find their inner Wonder Woman? I feel like the best way for you to find that is you need to take space. The only way that you're going to be able to do well at anything is to practice, right? And that is one thing you learn with meditation is that it's always a practice. You don't ever have to feel like you got to get anywhere. And I feel like it's the same with balance, right? Balance is never achieved. It's a balancing act. It's a continuous balancing act. So it's the same thing you need to do. You have now got to practice how to take some time for yourself and start really using that time to figure out what that little girl used to like to do when she was bored. What did she do that made her have fun by herself? What makes you smile from the inside of your body out that nobody else can explain why? Once you find that, you can start saying, right, now I'm going to use that time I found to do this with it or to do this with it. And the more you practice doing the thing that you love, the more you're going to go, right, here I am. Here she is. She's back. And I'm now going to start reaching out to other women that are in this same field I'm in and that love what I love. You're going to start building a community. It's just going to happen. And you're going to feel 
more satisfied with yourself. It is a very vulnerable, scary place. I'm not going to lie. It is. I went through that with a divorce at the same time. But you know what? Getting to know me and getting to feel who I was again. Uh, it's like amazing. It's like chocolate. I mean, and I love chocolate, <laughs> especially German chocolate. I actually think that women stepping back into their power and reclaiming who they once were and going towards those paths, it's a radical act. It's the highest form of feminism because I think when you're standing in your power, we're going to make smart choices. We're going to show up to vote. We're going to help make change. Those kids that are behind us, like my girls, I've got two daughters. They're looking at mom, starting something new. I'm 52. So it's like, if I'm empowered, my son especially is going to, I think, benefit the most. His future wife can thank me because my son is around all these strong women. So it's a radical act to really come back to one. So let me ask you this question. What do you wish for women? Do I wish for women? I wish for equality in every way. I wish that women, more than anything, it makes me emotional, didn't feel like they would have to get educated just to be able to be with the right man. That would feel like they could get their education and maximize their potential as much as they want to, that it's available for them to do. And it doesn't feel like a fight, that it's just there, just like it is for males, you know, that they don't feel like they're, I felt like a piece of jewelry on a man's arm for a very long time when I was in my marriage. He's, he's a celebrity. And it felt like I was like, that was fine. That was, I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was a pretty model, so I should be on a man's arm and I should just be pretty. That is not enough, right? Like we need to know that the inner sides of ourselves, every side of us, every piece of us is celebrated. That is my wish is that they can take everything inside of them and pull it out and not feel scared and just be who they are. Have success, whether that be financially, whether it be a marriage, whether it be just to have children and stay home, that's fine. But as long as it's what you want, that you can achieve it. I love that. And what a wonderful way to end because it's really all about what you want and accepting it, reveling in it and standing in that and not giving a crap what anybody else thinks and just embracing it. I feel like I could talk to you forever. I want to go on your med. When's your meditation retreat? Oh, I've got one coming up in September. <laughs> it's in Costa Rica. <laughs> Please come. <laughs> yes. She's like, she's looking at me with these eyes like, I mean it, Gwendolyn. It's so funny. I just was like kind of joking, but there's actually a retreat. Okay. So we're going to put those details in the show notes. Gwendolyn has been so amazing talking to you. I could talk to you for another hour, but alas, we have to wrap it up. So let everybody know where we can find you, support you, find out about the meditation retreat, anti-aging oils and candles. Yes. So listen, I'm on Instagram all the time. So at it's Gwendolyn, I-T-S-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N. Or Lomalik, which is L-O-M-O-L-I-Q-U-E. You can go to my webpage if you want. It's a hello at Gwen-Osborne. And you can actually find everything on there. I mean, I've started speaking everywhere. I've started really telling everybody how to find their inner Wonder Woman because I truly believe it's there. And also anything to do with meditation you will find on the website as well as on Instagram. It's all in the bio. So it's right there. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you so much. And I love that you're speaking out on how to find your inner Wonder Woman because you're very eloquent and you have such a great story to tell. And I got all I got all the feels and got all emotional. So you have a gift and I'm glad you're out there to share it. So thank you for being a guest today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. 
If you'd like to find out more about how I can help you with your business or life, or you'd like to know more about this podcast, please visit my website at www.jenmarples.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I've got two free juicy gifts for you. My stepping into the spotlight guide if you're ready to be seen and heard in your business and my 12 steps to pivot guide if you're itching for a change but don't know where to begin. Finally, I'd love to connect with you on socials. So please follow me at Jen Marples on Instagram, LinkedIn or TikTok and let me know you listen to the show. Nothing makes me happier than connecting with you, dear listener. Have a beautiful day.